Welcome to another episode of Black Girl Fly. My name is Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashonda Dixon. And we talk about demystifying millennial wealth. And so today we're going to be talking about health is wealth. Now, again, there's so much to talk about here, but what is it that you want to talk about today? For me, it's how most people don't equate those two together, right? Yeah, I think a lot of people think that they're two different things. Yeah. Um, but they're very much so related. Yeah, I'd say so. I have studied wealth and, and finances forever, and I have never read that, I would say, until like the last two years with kind of the the increase in the workout and, and health and, and, and all those initiatives that were going on. Yeah, working out has definitely, I mean, in my mind, become a trend or like a fad thing yeah. to do. Yeah. But I think the reason that people are doing it is kind of for more of the superficial reasons yeah. <laughs> rather than the actual health benefits and purposes behind it. Yeah. And so, you know, when I think about it, like I started really getting into health and fitness when our mom passed away in 2017. Like, you know, one of the ways that I tried to justify it in my mind, I'm like, well, maybe if she was a little bit healthier, she would have lived longer. And to some degree, I actually do still believe that. But of course, there are so many other situ- you know, things going on around, you know, hereditary <laughs> and just environment and everything else. So when that happened, like I got really into fitness. You and did. Like, <laughs> you did. Yo, like, a little crazy, a little crazy. Little crazy. I'm a person of extremes. Yes. Like, if I'm in, I'm all in. Okay. Yeah. But so I got really into Orange Theory. Yeah. Orange Theory Fitness, if you've never heard of it, is crack. <laughs> like, it's amazing. Okay, that's how you would describe it. Got it. <laughs> but, that, but that was the, I mean, I've always been like an athletic person. Yeah. But that was the first time in my life where I was actually working out just to be working out. Yeah. And like doing it on a daily basis. And so in that, my first, like, I would say my first six months, I lost 30 pounds. Yeah, in like, that's crazy. <laughs> it's real crazy. Like, my diet was always kind of healthy, but I was, like, more conscious about my diet. I lost the weight, and I was a little brolic. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I had some muscles <laughs> on me. I did think your arms looked like <laughs> Tina Turner and, uh, well, Angela Bassett in <laughs> What's Love Gotta Do To It. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm going to get those back. I'm going to get them back. Yeah. Um, but I would say fast forward. Now it's been about, like, a year and a half. I would say two, two and a half years later. I I can't remember the numbers, but I've really fallen off now. And yeah. now we're in this quarantine life and I gained my little quarantine pounds. I'm not going <laughs> to say how many, but, you know, in this period of me having fallen off, like I definitely have gained the weight back because it's no longer part of my lifestyle. Yeah. I would say so. So, so your earlier statement was it's usually vain. So when I worked out, it was vain. <laughs> I can tell you. The last time that I was serious, I was young, my early 20s, mm-hmm. dating, and I was like, I got to look good, <laughs> right? I got, hey, ain't I, wrong with I that. got a trainer. At the time, I was going to LA Fitness. I was I was steady. I was working it. And quite honestly, I, I hate to admit this, but as soon as I was in a relationship, that was gone. And I, I didn't think about it as much. I didn't dwell on it. I didn't spend a lot of time with it. And honestly, I was so focused on the financial aspect of wealth that I didn't equate it as to being an equal priority in my life. And I mean, for some people, you look at health like... You know, Orange Theory is not cheap, but their personal training is also not cheap. Yeah. So some people can categorize it as just an expense where really it's actually an investment in the most important asset you have, which is yourself. Yeah. No, I agree. Honestly, 
from that time to now, what got me, I was actually just trying to support a friend doing an outdoor workout and I almost died. Oh, when, yeah. when I say, yeah. Um, most recently. Yeah, most recently. I was always a person who, like you said, I was naturally fit for most of my life. And I played sports and, and I, I did those things growing up. And I never really considered what I'd have to do to stay in shape. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went through everything in my life and I was worried about other things, finances, family, taking care of other people, not taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I went through this camp and I was so out of shape. Yeah. I couldn't finish it. And not only that, this was the first time that I realized that my mind couldn't outperform my body and what I was capable of. That's deep. And, and that and, and it actually that reminds me of mom. That's what my mom said she felt when she got sick. That in her mind she could do all the things she could always do, mm-hmm. but her body just wouldn't let her. Yeah. And for me, just recently I was like, I gotta do better. Yeah. I got to change that. I can't. I am too young <laughs> mm-hmm. to be in that position. And that was really the eye opener for me. Yeah. I mean, I was there also and I was she was like, "Mark my words. <laughs> like, you better hold me accountable." Yeah. And I was like, "Yo, this is good because that's exactly what I needed too." Like, again, I, you know, I have been falling off the wagon for I'm not even going to blame COVID. It's been longer <laughs> than COVID. <laughs> but but you know, I also need somebody to hold me accountable as well. So yeah. I'm glad we kind of came to this, yeah. like wake up at the same time. And now it's all about forging the priority, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We got to make sure that our health is a priority. And, and, and to that point, what I had to remember is I've always been so focused on the financial aspect, but if I don't do things to keep my body attuned and capable, it's hard. Like I get tired fast. Yeah. I can't. I have I have a three year old and a five year old and they're like, Mommy, mommy, let's play hide and go seek. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm breathing hard. I'm like, oh, mommy's hiding. I'm 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 going. And it's also about just being here, being able to do what you can to lower your odds. Yeah. And I mean they're I think being fit is we cannot play God with our fitness, right? Like we can do everything that we can do in our power, but there are some things that are just going to happen. Like just because we run every day does not mean we're not going to get hit by a car. You know what I mean? Like there are going to be things that happen, but the... Your chances are decreased for many illnesses. We talk about like heart disease, obesity. I mean, more recently, they actually add obese people to the risk category for COVID. Yeah. That these are people who could die from COVID. So it's no longer the elderly. It's no longer the people who have respiratory issues only. Just think about that, right? Yeah, because obesity puts you into so many other, you know, at risk for so many other things. You're likely to be susceptible. You know, you are more vulnerable in that situation, which is great. I mean, we don't think about it because I think in our society, it's actually more normal now. And it's, it's not just about being vain, you yeah. know. This is about life and death we're talking about now. Yeah. So, I mean, that's certainly why I have started to think about health as part of my wealth because, you know, if you're not healthy, like, you can't even enjoy the money that you have, yeah. right? Like, I think about most of the millionaires and, like, famous and rich people that we see on TV, they in, like, they 70s. Yeah. 
But they still getting it though. They're still, you know, because they're still fit and can live on their own. But you think about 70 year olds who are in the nursing home, they, okay, even if you have money, you're not really enjoying it. Yeah. So the reality is most people hit their financial strides. That's what I was going to say. In their 40s and 50s. Even like career wise, if, if you are at a point in your life, my mom, my mom was 50 when she got hit. Most people are having their most productive years from 40 to their 50s, you know, yep. they Your are, kids are out of more the experienced. They have more time. Yep. They, Your mortgage is paid off, yeah. right? Yeah. Many of these things. And, and so we have to acknowledge the importance of sticking around, uh, of being capable while you're around to move around and, and really have the energy and, and all of those things as part of your ability yeah. A lot, a lot of the millionaires in their seven, they still working. They still <laughs> yes. go to work. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it may be for their own business or whatever, but like they are not in a wheelchair, you know, they're not being pushed around or they're not, you know, in a nursing home. They're mm-hmm. still making money at that age. So. Yeah. so what do you do now? What What is the thing that, that we know that now, what do you do now to make sure that you're considering that a priority? So, I mean, what we're doing now is that we are, we've hooked up with um, a local personal trainer. So he is working with us on getting back into workout routine, but he's also helping us with our nutrition. And honestly, we've been doing it for like a week and like we have to log every (laughs) meal that we're eating. We are budgeting our calories. Basically, (laughs) I'm like, I have only 500 more calories to spend. Wait, wait, wait. Not only that, but she's like, I've eaten all my sugars for the day. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like maxed out on sugar. Like I can't, you know what I mean? So it's, I think it's a funny way to think of it, like a budget, but it's, it's still the same principle it is. as finances. It is. Like, but it I is. but I think, so speaking of that, when when we talk about wealth on this show, it's not just about your money. Mm-mm. It's about living a full life. Yep. Back to our principle about wealth. It's yeah. like it's being fulfilled, living in your purpose, but it's also this aspect of risk mitigation. Yes, that's key. And, and, and so taking on your health, making it a priority, that's just a part of risk mitigation. So you could fulfill and live your purpose and, yeah. and do it what it is that you desire. Yeah. Because if your dream is to be, you know, going to some island and like walking around, if you're tired walking around, yeah. you have not. Or if you got bad <laughs> knees and, and hips. <laughs> you can't get around. Right. You can't even walk in the right. sand. You need a walker or like a little cart or something. You can't go in the sand. So like really it it all comes back full circle. It does. It really does for yeah. me. And so is there anything else that you would want to talk about in terms of wealth? I mean, that's pretty much it for me, my wealth and health. Yeah. It, it's just that it's full circle that you can't be financially fit and be starving. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's new for me. It's new in understanding the balance. And I would tell you that getting older and your body changing and realizing the restriction is fuel (laughs) to make some different decisions. Now that I'm in my 30s (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. No, my body has definitely changed when so when I think about when I was in my young 20s now, just hitting my 30s, I'm like, metabolism is something Don't forget that. Else. I wake up and crack. Right, right. 
Yes. Like, I, oh my goodness, I remember a few weeks ago, I tried to go on that bike ride. <laughs> yes. Y'all, like, I used to ride the she bike. She used to be a major biker. I used to bike every day, miles on miles on miles. And I pulled the bike out a few weeks ago and I tried to do a pretty hard bike. Like, it was up some hills, it was like five miles, but I hadn't been doing any physical activity. Yeah. And y'all, my. I was supporting her with ice packs. <laughs> My knees swell up so bad. Like, my knees have never swelled up like that. Like, I was out for, like, three days yeah. with ice packs yeah. and, like, elevating my, my legs. Like, I was like, wow, maybe I am getting old. <laughs> Finally, it hit me. Like, I am not 22 anymore. Wow. I can't, I can't just get up and do stuff like yeah. that. So, so we got to take care of our bodies. You got to. And it's a consistent thing. You yeah. have to continue to maintain. I mean, the recommendation is, I think, 150 minutes of like rigorous activity or a like week. a week, right? Where your heart rate is up for a sustained amount of time. And so you can break that down to 30 minutes a day, five days a week. And that makes it easy. But y'all, that's at a minimum. Yeah. But that's not hard. Think about how much TV, how much scrolling we do on social media. Right. Thinking about, we just got to do it. 30 minutes is not hard when you say it's one episode. (laughs) (laughs) One episode of listening to us. Exactly. (laughs) So while you walk or while you, you know, jog, you can listen to an episode or two. Join us and have the conversation. Exactly. So until next time, I'm Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashonda Dixon. And And we we are are Black Black Girl Girl Fly. Fly.